Welcome to Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. I'm Marcus Simmons. I'm one of the hosts, and I'm here with my co-host today. And that's my pops, also known as Coach Simmons, the draftsman, also known as the AutoCAD entrepreneur. Here he is, uh, Joel Simmons. How you doing today, pops? I'm good, man. Just a little tired. Uh, today we're going to talk about all the NBA playoffs, you know, uh, Eastern Conference uh, re- recap. Uh, we're going to talk about the Bucks versus Heat game two where the Bucks won 132 to 98. Uh, the most recent uh, Eastern Conference game, Celtics versus Nets game two where the Nets won 130 to 108. Then we move over to the Western Conference, uh, the number seven Lakers versus the number two Suns game two where the Lakers won 109 to 102. And the uh, Mavs versus Clippers game two, where the Mavs won 127 to 121. And then we get into the uh, kind of playoff uh, preview games or our predictions, so to speak. Uh, we're going to talk about the Bucks versus Heat game three. And then we're going to go over to the Western Conference and then talk about the Lakers versus Suns game three and Blazers versus Nuggets game three. And also have some. Uh, News about who won the Most Improved Player Award uh, for this NBA season. So uh, first up, like I said, just a recap: uh, Bucks versus Heat. The Bucks they won one thirty-two to ninety-eight. Basically, that was a, that was another scrimmage. scrimmage. Um, basically, what it came down to: the Bucks scored forty-six points in the first quarter. Um, That's insane. Brian Forbes he scored uh, fourteen in the first quarter. Uh, he made six of his nine threes uh, to score twenty-two points. Then you add on, of course, Giannis, he had 31. Uh, the Bucs, they made 22 threes. They made 15 Look. in the first half. Wow. And that pretty much was, was, was it for that. What What are your thoughts about, I guess, about that, that game? Uh, uh, the, the Heat, this point, seems like they, they sort of lifeless, man. I, I don't see any fire, any spark at all. Maybe they, they, they uh, you know, turned it in for the year. Uh, I don't know what's going on with them. They, I've never seen them play that pathetic. Yeah, Jimmy and Bam, they just like they just like they're. I don't know. They just like they're 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 tired or they're out of it or they just feel they're, they're unmatched. Yeah. They're not matched right. Um, I guess I because because really, yeah, you think about that game. Dwayne Detman was the leading scorer, so that that just Who's tells you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy's bases for the for the little small sample size. He's getting shut down by Giannis. That's that's yeah. pretty much the yeah. The in game game about it, you know. Yeah, and the thing is, uh, that that the team they played last year, that that Bucks team that they played last year, that's that's not the same team. They got they got some other killers on that team now, you know. It's, especially Drew Holiday. I mean, I think he's uh, him and some of the other players that they've they've added, uh, you know, and the guy from uh, Houston. I think they're uh, they're just a different animal, a different team, and I, I just don't understand. Uh, they seem like something has happened to the net. I mean, to the uh, heat. The fire's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe they. Yeah. You know. They. They just. <clears throat> the Bucks have just. Just. Just figured them out. Like they had a close game, game one, and then they just unleashed. You know, basically just ran over them like they're supposed to. If they're the yeah. top, the higher seed. Absolutely. So I'm happy for the Bucks to yeah. actually be playing up to their their skill level. You know. And I still say the series still isn't over, but it's just, a, I guess, a good step in the direction for the Bucks. You won a close one, and then you, you had a blowout. Oh, wow. So you did your job. You, you protected home court. And, um, you know, you head to Miami um, for two, the two next games and see see what happens. Yep. And um, 
let's move on to the uh, game two of the Celtics versus Nets. The Nets, um, really, you know, just KD at 26. Uh, Joe Harris had 25. Harden at 20. I, th- I think Kyrie at 15. Yep. And it was pretty much, it really wasn't close at any point in the game. I think probably besides the opening tip, it just seemed like they just, you know, they just played their ball. They just move it. And having Blake as the start center, so you have hypothetically you have everybody on their start lineup can hit a three. Absolutely. So you think about that, you switch and you, you know play pick and roll, and then they're all all of them are moving, even Harden's moving. So yeah, you know it's kind of tough. It's like they're playing on an inclined floor. Uh, Boston was. I mean, they they just. Uh, Really, truly, they were just overmatched. Uh, let's face it. They, the firepower that that, that um, the Nets brought to the game, was, uh, they weren't able to handle that. And, you know, I'm Mark, um, I'm Mark Smart, but Tatum did the best he could, you know. And But I, I think they're just, uh, just missing a couple of pieces, man. Yeah, basically, and this was similar to the um, Bucks game, too. They scored 40 points in the first quarter. Like, it's like they're they getting off to these huge stars. And now you, I, I talked about it a couple podcasts ago, these the crowds now they are oh yeah having a factor now. They said Steve Nash said in their game one, he said he thought his players were kind of um yeah kind of not shaky, but they kind of were kind of jolted yeah. by the crowd, the crowd noise. So you think about and them just, playing in a bubble to going to this season playing with basically empty arenas, absolutely, and then all of a sudden you Don't have 15,000 people in oh, the stands screaming and yelling at you, saying stuff. So yep. that is still, even though they're professionals, they've done it before, absolutely. But it's you know, the, I guess you recently bias where that's that's kind of you yep. have to take that has to come into effect at a certain certain point. It's another element into the the, the psyche, you know, the the crowd and the, the crowd does another thing. It'll fix, I think, sometimes the officiating in those games. Yeah. Yeah, because if, if some, something's 50-50, now, now since the crowd's on them, they might swing it towards the home team more Absolutely. so than if it wasn't, you know, any, anybody in the stands. And um, on Boston's side, like uh, Mark Smart had 19 points. Uh, Kimball had 17. But like you said, Tatum, he he really didn't have a great start to the game. Then in the, I think it was, a, was the third quarter, yeah. KD poked them in the eye. Yeah, And that was pretty much, they were down 30, I want to say, around that time. So they pretty oh, much yeah. just shut him down for the rest of the game. Which is smart. And um, <clears throat> that, that that's pretty much. Yeah, they they just, uh, once 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 you get past Tatum, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, during this current situation, since so Brown is injured, and uh, since, the, you know, and, and I, we we said this all during the season. Uh, Boston never addressed that at front line, and I think it's poking his ugly head up right now to show them that they're they're good. Maybe they can win during the regular season, but the playoffs are a different animal. You got to have some big bodies in there from time to time. Yeah, and also their their bench as well. They got um, yep. um, Jabari Parker, I think. Yep. But he didn't really do anything. It's like they just still just rolled out the same kind of same team. Oh, yeah, yeah. But granted, you know, of course, uh, Jalen yeah. Brown's hurt. Absolutely. So that's, I know that's a big zap to him. But still, even with when he was there, they still were kind of 50-50. And Kimba yeah. has been in and out with injuries. And it's yeah. just this. that's just what they are at this point. They're just wounded. And um, it looks like it's going to be a pretty quick series if, if it goes the way it's, it looked like it's going to go. But then they just they're just gonna have to do some shopping during this off season. That's just that's plain and simple. Anybody can see that. 
Yeah, but it remains to be seen. So uh, let's move over to the west, the west side. Uh, Mass versus Clippers game two. I guess first thing I'm gonna say, <laughs> yeah. we, we couldn't even watch yeah. the game. Block the game out. The, the game was blocked out for us. I it's guess. Insane. I guess it didn't matter to other people outside of our area where we're in the southeast, yeah. where we're way in northern Louisiana. Yeah. For our listeners, but um, so for some reason, so we're we're closest to the Dallas, I guess, metro area. We're four hours away from Dallas. Okay, yeah. three hours, three hours. But the the thing is, um, they're playing in LA. they're playing in Los Angeles. That's insane. And then we're still somewhat, you know, none of the. I think what well, it looks like this next game we're watching, they look like they're full capacity. The arena's not even capacity. Yeah. So how can you block us out and? It's not capacity crowds being allowed there anyway, and it's a pandemic, and and we're I, I just don't I understand it, the regular season, but I didn't think they would do that. And they complain about uh, their, their ratings, people watching yeah, the games. Ratings, yeah. that, that's insane. So that that's that's the first yeah. thing about the game. So I, I didn't I had to watch you know the highlights and get kind of recaps from um, you know yeah. other places. Yeah. And that's really unfortunate because um, they 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 were still on after the what we're gonna get to it the Lakers versus the Suns game. Yeah. They still were playing because I guess they started thirty minutes after after them, and um they could at least switched over after that to give us that game. A taste. But, yeah. You know it is what it is, but basically, from what I what I've gleaned from it, uh, Luca had thirty nine, Hardaway Junior had twenty eight <laughs> points, Porzingis had twenty, and that that was the thing. Yeah. I just che- you know checking Twitter and all these other things. They kept talking about Luca. Yeah, Luca's we're at the point now, as young as he is, he does that. It's Tim Hardaway Junior. What stood out to me, him having twenty eight points. Yeah. So what what are your thoughts? I guess if you did check in about about I, about this game, I, I check. I saw some of the highlights. And I went on uh, online on YouTube as always to check them out. I, what I, what I saw is is, is uh, this is what I basically saw. I saw a, 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 a L.A. Clipper team they were playing that had no answer. They had no recipe for anything. They said, okay, well, uh, Kawhi, you, they turned Kawhi loose, okay, but then Dallas turned Hardaway. And Pazinga's having twenty points. We usually see used to seeing Pazinga sitting over there with his warm up on on the bench, injured. And I think the Clippers are, uh, you know, they can talk all this stuff they want to talk about. Oh well, we, 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 it's the things gonna be different when they get to to, to Dallas. No, I think if they rag out the same recipe and we have the same cook in, in L.A. The Clippers, I think they they need to change their their uh, uh, anti venom for this team because. Uh, the way it's going now, I can see them getting swept. Yeah, because they they they're still like I just like you said I read the recap about it. they were just saying oh well we just gotta play harder oh, and all they're just, they're talking like they're up two one they're saying or something like that they're not like accepting reality. You Luca got off that you know the game one absolutely he was basically had free roam but they just switched Zubac on him and he was cooked like he he yeah. was just killing them. And they just kept doing so. Eventually, you thought, oh, maybe they're they going to change it up in the fourth quarter no, or something. Not. Nope. They did the same thing. And I guess they just thought, well, we're going to let him score and, and cut down the other guys. But the other guys scored, too. Yeah. And then you come to game two, basically, I guess it, the same thing yeah. happened where yep. they, they were hunting. Um, for what I heard, it's like they were hunting Pat Beverly. Yeah. Patrick Beverly still, you know, he's coming off of several injuries this year. He's banged up. And you just add in the fact he's six two. If that Lucas six eight, 
Absolutely. You can't. He can't. He he can just shoot over him. That's what basically Luca was doing because it was shit. a video telling him he was too too explicit. Explicit. Yeah, he told him. Said small. Yeah, and he's right. They they got to change up, like you said, change up their recipe because they they have um, uh, Pat Bear star, and they might have to take him out of the lineup and put. Um, Batum or Rondo in there or um, Reggie, Reggie Jackson yeah. get somebody bigger in there and possibly even getting Zubak out of there putting a, a Baca in the star lineup yeah. to get a better star because that's what it seems like they get into they kind of yeah they fall into this little lull and then Dallas yeah, buries them they, they get, get a, a rut and then Dallas buries them it's like they they still thinking they're too cool for school where yeah. you, you haven't even um yeah it, it's kind of they're, look, they're looking like the um what team did that? It was another team did that years ago. It's like they they just knew they were gonna. Um, mm. I want to say it was the Pacers when Paul George was there, but they they kind of. Yeah. I want to heap on Paul George, but it seemed like that, that it was kind of that that effect where they were the top seed in the East, and then they came up and going up against LeBron. Then when they came to LeBron, they got basically got smoked. Yeah, but um, they they yeah, it's like they're still missing something it's, like. I don't know what it is. Well, you know, you know, we had a conversation earlier today, and uh, you, you sort of laughed me out of the room. I had to leave. I, I think uh, this this Clipper team. I think what it is. I, I and I love Tyloo. He's a great man and everything, and I, and I, you know he's done a great job this year. But you know what? I think sometimes they need an old. Uh, and I always say this, in in, in, in I mean in love, they need they need a crazy old coach. And uh, I mean, Chuck Daly's gone, of course. But uh, you know, we talked about. It. I said, what about somebody like Larry Brown? I know, I know, he's a dinosaur and everything. But they got too much talent to to, to be playing as pitiful as they play the last two games. Yeah, I, but you know, I, I, I don't. I still, I'm saying Larry got to be up there in age. Is well, what I'm saying. Well. I don't even know if he's physically capable to coach. That's that's yeah, all I'm yeah. saying. You might be right, but I don't know if well, he can. Find me somebody else. Then. There's probably some other older, <laughs> co- yeah, um, older older coaches like um, I get I get guess um, what's his name Alderman. Um, but I think he he's probably done with the he, NBA. I think he, yeah he is, but he 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 could handle that team. I yeah. mean, evidently something's not working. Or uh, they might they might get go back real way way back and get done leaving. What about, bring him back. What, what about this guy they had before? You know, um, I can't think of his name. He, he was a player, former player. He coached the uh, the Clippers for a while. Um, Ernie Del, uh, Del Negro. Nah, yeah, uh, uh-uh. uh. You talking about Del? That was the last one. It was Del Negro. Del Negro. I mean, he's just about the same thing, but me just mediocre. Well, uh, they they had they ran Doc off. Yeah, that's what I'm and, saying. And, and I don't Luke, know. Only, only other place they would get Dan Tony. That's the only one I think an older coach. They're yeah. not gonna get Popovich, so yeah. I well, think they might have to. Um, well, get Dan Tony. Yeah, that's that's guess, the only thing I could say. I mean, something something's obviously not clicking. Now they don't have the right philosophy on what they want to do in these situations. So I don't know. Maybe it's a bench coach they need or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what I don't know what what they gonna do because if they. The way, like you said, most because the only thing there has been in recent years, I can't remember on top of my head. It was some. It was that was a series back in like 2017 or 2015, 2014, somewhere. It seemed like both both of the home team. I think it was some. I don't know. I might be wrong, but it seemed like it was the Raptors where they lost both of their home games, mm-hmm. and then they won their road 
Road then games. they won their road games, and then it's yeah. like both teams didn't win at home at until home. like okay. game seven. So that's the only okay. saving grace yeah. for the Clippers, where it's Luke and them are young, yeah. that they might can slip huh. up and somehow win. And then I hate to say this, you know, just yeah. just being real, Porzingis can get hurt. Like let's 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 yeah. just be real. Yeah. He might slip yeah. up and have a sprain his foot or something. Yeah, he played. Not wishing that on him, but no, that's I, what he, you know, that's what he well, kind of does. You know, we made a, we made we make predictions all the time about certain players, and some of it comes true every year. Yeah, but we get into that a little later. So yeah. I, I just think the Clippers they got to make a lineup change. It's like they still. Yeah. From that article I even read saying it's like Lou's still acting like they're in control. Somebody else, yeah. like, well, they, we just got to do the same thing. And I'm like, all right. Does he know he's on the Hindenburg? I mean, come on, man. This thing is uh, <sighs> it's, that, it's diving pretty fast. And uh, speaking of yeah. other other Western Conference uh, games, um, Lakers versus Suns game two, uh, Lakers came out. Uh, AD came out really out out of the gun, kicked uh, what's his name in the, in the uh, groin, in the groin, right from the jump. Two minutes Crowder, in, Crowder kicked, kicked him right in the right in the pre- he he couldn't have been from the get go. So he like really radar. Came, really came out aggressive. Uh, yeah. He had thirty four points. Yep. Uh, Schroeder had twenty four. Bron had uh, yeah, uh twenty twenty three. Twenty three, twenty four. Okay. Um, LeBron pretty much was kind of picking his spots and coasting. Yep. And the Lakers, they just kind of just overwent. Well, for one thing, they got, um, you know, what's his name? You said uh, Crowder in foul trouble. Then Absolutely. that changed their lineup. That was the well, plan. You know, the, the, um, you know, they had to go to their bench earlier. Yeah. So he was in and out of the game. Then Chris Paul, you know, now he has the, the tape, what I was talking about. He has that, that on uh, tape on the shoulder. Absolutely. He's basically, he, he looks like he's done. He's done. He's, and yeah. um, they just... They just kind of just over, not overwhelmed them, but they they played a pretty good game. It was still a close game, but it's just like they just, yeah, they just had more. Um, they took, you know, this this is what I, I saw from that first game. Uh, the, the Suns uh, team, you know, okay, they got their, their rotation pad and everything set up, but you like you mentioned when Crowder got out of there with them, when he got them with three f- fouls, I mean that that sort of t- changed everything. That guy had to go go to his bench a lot quicker. In some situation that he probably didn't want those certain players in there. In. And the other thing too that uh, Marcus Saul came in, um, yeah, and actually played. I think, um, yeah, yeah, because Montrez didn't even play at all. Like Marcus Saul came in and gave him. He made a, a couple threes, but I know he had one possession. LeBron was pissed off where he overpassed. Mm-hmm. He had the three, but he passed it off to to KCP. Yeah, and then next possession he was out of there. But mm-hmm. um, Coach LeBron, we'll do that, man. But he was right. But at oh, the same time, like when joking. it happened, yeah. you know, we t- we talked about that. That's what Marcus Saul does. He is like he's just a reluctant scorer, mm-hmm. and he's done that when he played in with, with the Raptors. I remember him doing that too. with the Grizzlies. He does yeah. he does that. He just wants to whatever facilitate for whatever reason. Yeah. But um, they they got the win, and um, what's his name? Um, Drummond played played better early. Oh, on. absolutely. Yeah. And they 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 got to the foul line. And some people, you always got you know conspiracy theories. Yep. Yep. They did. AD got to the foul line probably more than the Suns because yeah. watching him more so he's he falls down a lot. Like just, a lot. I, I don't. I've never seen he's somebody that like he's clumsy. Yeah, he just almost. Yeah, he's like he can't be. Yeah, he's, he's clumsy, clum- but he can't be that. Yeah. He's not JaVale. Yeah, he's not JaVale. Yeah. It's like he falls yeah, yeah. all the time. Something like always no tripping reason. him over. He'll stumble on his 
And that led to a lot of couple foul calls. Like he just really just fell, and yeah, they called, call you know, foul. they just called oh, yeah, a foul. Yeah. But yeah. the Suns, they they played a pretty good game for for their you know the deficits. Booker had thirty one. Uh, Aiden still he's still playing pretty good, very good. Twenty two points, and Cameron Payne off the bench had nineteen. Like because he had them where they. They had control of the game, but it was just certain little plays where Booker, I think he was kind of over. He was overpassing. We was hollering, uh, telling him to just go ahead and shoot it, man. Don't pass. Yeah, because I think he kind of, not say he was pressing, but since he knew Chris Paul's not at full strength, he's trying to facilitate to those guys. I'm like, dog, that's that's what you that's well, what you got to do. Don't take it. He's a Mamba, um, Kobe Bryant disciple. Kobe would be like, nah, we, you just got to score. Don't take it. If they, they're, they're like, I understand you moving the ball to in the rotation to get the guy the ball, but he was trying to force feed yeah. eight and a couple times a where turnovers. it was, it was um, congestion yeah. and other guys in the paint. And this is a good defensive Lakers team, and you can't yeah you can't have those live ball turnovers they to get, bu- let them get out and run. The Lakers are a bunch of slappers. If you think about it, it when they saw the game, you see them swapping. That, I, yeah. that, that's part of the. Uh, their, their motif, and uh, you know, and you just got like you said, uh, Booker just got to take it. If he got to score sixty, so what? Yeah, I'm, I would kill. rather him be like shoot thirty five times and make ten, but Absolutely. I would rather that than him trying to pass, pass it off in to guys situations. in a tight situation where if they even if they do get it, there's yeah. not it's not an optimal route to score from it. So I believe in this here though. I believe when you're playing somebody like the Lakers, I think uh, any team every every trip down, I want to get a shot. I mean, yeah. I don't care if it's a bad shot. I don't want to just go down and turn it over. To me, that's just an empty. They've taken you off the board for one possession. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, they, like you said, they played. They played pretty good. I think um, since Chris Paul's hurt, they're gonna have to um, go deeper. Absolutely. With, um, I think this guy's name is um, uh, Carter, uh, Javon Carter. I think he might have to play play some to yeah. give um, Cameron Payne a little help in the backcourt. Cause Chris Paul, like I, I think he, he looks done. He look he looks like he's in pain too, man. Out there, cause he yeah. he can't. He still like when when he got hurt in game one, it's like he didn't he couldn't grab um, grip the ball. So they were saying a lot of them saying he's probably had some type of sting or some type of neural, you yeah. know, um, some type of nerve damage or pinched nerve or something. Mm-hmm. And basically, I think in that third quarter, they said when he didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, they said basically the coach said he he took him out. Yeah. Chris Paul didn't ask to come out. He just said he just looking. He's in pain. And he basically like he's not helping us because yeah. the Lakers like rightfully so they put him in pick and rolls. Absolutely. Then they put Marcus Saul in there hitting him, uh, drumming, hitting him on that shoulder, making sure they do a pick on that on that left shoulder. Yeah. LeBron probably hit him a couple times. Um. So yeah, that's the game. That's that's kind of what it is. So they they might have to kind of go deeper in their bench at the guard position and um yeah. get another ball handling because a lot of times. Like rightfully, just respect to the Lakers defense. Yep. it would get down. A Crowder would have the ball for two seconds, and he's trying to make a move on AD. And I was like, "That's a recipe for disaster." Yeah, Aiden a couple times he got the ball with two seconds left. He's not super aggressive, right? <laughs> like it's late in the game. Like he had it, but then he just kicked it back out to somebody else. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Well, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. That coach has been around uh, the um, the. Uh, yeah. Money Williams. I'm sorry. Yeah, Money's been around a, a while, and and Money, you know, he he sat over there with Pop in the same kind of situation. And I tell you what, this is what I what I believe. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm an old school guy, and I like this type of basketball. 
the uh the sons may may have just come out there and uh say okay well y'all bigger than us but what we're gonna do we're gonna run y'all I mean run you know I, I'm sorry uh I know LeBron's a great player and everything but but LeBron don't want to be running up down that floor for a time when when LeBron's in there I'm going to a running game yeah that that's that's what I, I would say to try to yeah, run them off but yeah. the, the the only thing when I was starting the show I was thinking. The only thing the Suns like you got to think in the back of your mind, LeBron hasn't got off yet. Yeah, that's okay. the only scary part about he this being tied up is LeBron really hasn't played well yet, and he's gonna have one a breakout game. Okay, and um, but at the same time, LeBron he really does he something he is hurt. He's laboring. Something, something's wrong. Something that he is um yeah. that leg is messed up because I never still even this past game he had a couple of dunks, but he still. Outside of that, he wasn't get, slipping past yeah. people with like explosions and stuff like that. And, and the guys t- whose guard yeah. was like twenty three, absolutely. So, and he played him pretty good, I thought, for a young guy. And and you know, offset him by forty pounds, maybe 30, 40 pounds. He did all right. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, uh, you know, everybody, everybody's at, at some point they're, they're human. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned the fact that LeBron is due for a so, so-called huge big eye game. How, how do you know this last game wasn't a big game? That might have been. That might be the happy apex. All right, we we'll, we'll, we'll see. We're gonna see. We're gonna so, see. let's move over to the playoff uh, previews. Uh, previewing the next games, uh, Game Three versus the Bucks versus Heat. Um, I think uh, the way it's been going, I think the Heat probably gonna try to come out and blow them out in the first quarter. That seems to be the mo for all these. Basically, all these games, whoever comes out in the first quarter and jumps on them, yep. they go on to win the game. I think the Heat are trying to gonna have try to have Jimmy bounce back. I think they're gonna have the arena pretty yep. full. It's gonna be jumping. Um, but some of that stuff is still gonna travel. Giannis is still gonna travel. Yep. Uh, Drew, he's still gonna show up. You Absolutely. just have to see if their bench comes back with like Brendan Brendan, Brendan Forbes. Um, Brendan Forbes is he gonna? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna hit six threes again, but he's played with the Spurs and he knows how to, you know, mm-hmm. play. And it's just gonna see who whose bench is gonna it, will the yeah. Bucks bench actually come also come to Miami as well. Yeah. That's what you gotta look at. Very well, could uh, I? I just think uh, you know this third game. I, you know, I, I just see a game where uh, the Heat basically have to win this game, and in uh, and, and I think in that first. Part of the game, we're gonna know what the plan is already in that first quarter, quarter and a half. We'll know what the, what the uh, plan is. Do you, do you think um, the Heat will uh, <clears throat> will uh, make a change to their starting lineup? Because I think I don't think I think Drogic isn't starting right now. I think Kendrick Nunn is starting. Some people have been asking yeah. should Drogic possibly start? Yeah, well, here's the deal. Uh, they got to change something. So uh, why not just roll the dice? And if they don't, they can always switch back. <laughs> That's my philosophy. <laughs> I, I think they probably are going to have yeah. uh, Drogic starting. I think um, Hero hasn't been playing well. I don't think he's gonna, they're going to put him in start. I think also Ariza's pretty much, I don't think he's been giving them anything. They might have to take him out of the yeah. starting lineup and possibly put in Iguodala. Mm-hmm. Probably because I don't think it seems like Iguodala has been playing too much. No, and, um, but I, I'm pretty sure um, their coach uh, Spoh is going to change up their start lineup. Yeah, he's changed a few things. That's, that's what that's what good coaches do. They make some adjustments, and um, they just got to get 
The main thing, Bam and Jimmy, they got to get going because um, yeah. Duncan Robinson played good the first game, but the second game they kind of cut cut his water off. Yeah, it's the playoffs. Um, but they, it just comes down to like basically the stars, Jimmy and Bam. They just gotta gotta show up. So uh, with with saying yeah. all that, uh, who you think gonna win game three? You know what? I'm taking the books. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a tight game, but I think the books going 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 to come through because I think uh, the books now have a legitimate three headed monster, and I think they can. I think they they can. I think they can handle the, the heat. All right, I, I'm I'm gonna go the same way. I say the books going to win uh, in a close close game, and uh, so let's move back over to the Western Conference. Uh, I guess yeah, we're just going to get into it. Uh, Lakers versus Suns game three. Um, mm. Basically, like like we said previously, um, you know CP three. He looks. I think he's. Um, he's injured. I think he's done. I don't know if he. I think they're still gonna put him out there. The spurts. But um, if he somehow can can play fifty percent, I I think now like it's it's like they need his scoring. I don't know if they really need his assist making because they right. move the ball pretty good themselves. Mm-hmm. I think they just need a a stopgap for when Bro- when uh, Booker goes to sit down. Yep. And I don't know if that means they're gonna start that um what's his name that uh the other um point um point guard um uh, Cameron Payne. Mm. But uh, what what do you think um, about Game Three? I, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I, this is what I, what I think could happen. Uh, I think the the, uh, the uh, Suns. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna play a valiant game. And you know, it, I, to me, it's almost like a toss up. I, I, I'm not. I mean, the Lakers won that pay at previous game, but I, I really wasn't impressed with that. And I think uh, the coaching staff probably know that. You know, they they were playing with a uh, what. Uh, one third of Chris Paul, and they had they got a lot of young players, and they don't match up that well with with the Lakers, and the and the Suns were still basically in that game. That, that's the thing, which which I think they don't understand. But I I, I can see the Suns kind of uh, trying to play a tight game, keeping them down, and try to win it at the end. But I think uh, just to be reasonable, I think the Lakers are gonna win this game. Yeah. I just I just think the Suns um mm. they they can't come up behind um in that first quarter they gotta no, jump no. jump on them and um yeah. if that means Booker has a take score like eighteen points in a quarter that's what they need because they oh, don't yeah. need to sit around go down sit around wait yeah. and kind of you know just play run their offense and all that type of stuff I'm like I, I just want Booker to come out yeah. and get them rolling and then kind of play with confidence from there absolutely because we know and they know Chris Paul isn't 100% now yeah so they're probably going to do more trapping on Booker to get the ball out of his hands and they got to be those other guys Crowder has to be more disciplined and get, stay on the floor yep uh, Aiton still does the same thing what he's been doing he's been playing great he's running the floor doing everything yeah, rebound and just probably try to keep drumming off he because he got too many like offensive offensive rebounds early on. Yep, and gave him a little confidence where he was doing hook shots and stuff. So that's that's why I will be yeah. Yeah. make sure just to keep him off the glass and just looking at the stats even from the last game, uh, the Lakers bench didn't give him nothing. Like all of them were in the negative. Right outside of eight, well, all of them. Yeah, Marcus Hall had six points, but he wasn't good in the plus and minuses and um. Caruso, Caruso didn't give really him that didn't. much. He didn't even start. He didn't start the game, I don't believe. Caruso don't, don't start at all. He started in one of them games, no, didn't he? No, he don't. He didn't. Well, he played no. a lot. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. he, 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 
he didn't basically doing it doing anything. Like he had a good little play at the end where right, he faked right, them out, right. but. I just, you just they just got to make sure they keep the Lakers bench not scoring, and then for the Lakers they gotta you know yeah just pry. I just say to be honest I just beat up Chris Paul that's gonna be my on my yeah that, I mean that's that's gonna be ob- up. yeah that's gonna be obvious if you play a high school game you know if you got an injured player that you are going straight in him he gonna make a have him make some plays but the thing is though. Uh, you know, a lot of times when situations get bad like that, sometimes somebody on that bench will just suck it up and be like this next man up theory. You know, like like Doc Rivers said, everybody gets a check. And uh, yeah. with that, I, I think uh, I'm gonna go with the opposite. I think I think the Suns are gonna shock them. I think the Lakers might still come out trying to be um, yeah, come out flat, possibly with the crowd being in there, mm. probably more of a bigger capacity. Yeah. And they might slip up and um, underestimate them, mm. and they um, anything's possible. They they, they take uh, yeah the next game. And uh, last up, man, we got um, Blazers versus Nuggets game three, and um, mm. I think basically this game is real simple too. Like it just comes down to Dame versus Jokic because it's like they, yeah. and also it just comes down to who, who's on play defense. I'm seeing very Port, much of Portland isn't. They're not gonna play defense. Um, the Nuggets can, if they they, they want to. Yeah. Um, I know they the guy Compazzo. He's the only one seems like he tries or at least fights or messes with people enough to play defense. And um, yep. the you know Jokic is rolling Michael Porter, and then the Nuggets just have this guy Shaq. Um, I don't know where he came from. He, he <laughs> all of a sudden guarded Lillard very good. Yeah, um, they had a great plan where they put Aaron Gordon on Lillard. Towards the end, and cut their water off, and then Lillard even admitted after the game, saying, "Somebody talking to the coach like they got to move him off ball. Like this is what eight years now." Yeah, we've had this conversation before. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I, I mean, it, it, to me, like it's like it's, it, to me, Portland is the idea of what they call insanity. You keep doing the same thing over and over again, and you expect different results. That ain't that ain't that ain't reality. Yeah, I just, I just don't understand. I just don't understand it. They, that's that's why I hate to go go to them all the time, like the Warriors. Why sometimes, well, sometimes he's wrong. Like that's why Steph plays out the ball sometimes. Yeah, you have to switch it up. And sometimes they might go too too far with having Steph out the ball. And that's a fair complaint with you no know, Warriors right. fans, but right. that's why they do that because to have him playing multiple ways where you just can't throw some you guy know. on or hanging on him. Yeah. And that's basically what happened a little with Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon's six nine um, yeah. and can move. Yeah. And Lillard's still six three. If if he's dead. that, yeah. He you can't get you can't hit all those tough shots on those type of guys. He can uh-huh. hit them on Capazzo. Capazzo's maybe six feet. Yeah. If that on a good day. <laughs> and um, so they they're putting they're putting their size on them, and then that's that's just yeah. what they've been doing in the past. That's what Giroux and uh, Rondo did years prior. That's what Clay Thompson was doing when they put him on um, on Dame. That's that's that everybody knows the recipe, Dame. You gonna have to. I mean, something's got to give. And they just saying, well, he can shoot from the logo. Like I find no, what to do, man. Like that that stuff is is gonna catch up with you. And I just want to see what what's their counter gonna be. They're gonna do the same thing. They're not gonna have a counter. That's why it was funny when yeah. they said that yeah. we've known that for the last five years, and they they haven't done anything different. 
Sometimes, sometimes a two-point layup or a mid-range jumper is just as good as a three. Uh, let's face it. You, you live by the three-pointer, you're gonna die by. The I'm three just point. saying they 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 yeah. gotta they gotta make um, some change. They, they yeah. got they gotta go in there and somebody has to say, well, you know, we're gonna change the menu, and that's all. What, that's, that's what it's gonna take. But I mean, you know, I don't know. Dame, they said Dame likes it there. So hey, what you gonna do? But um. Yeah, the Nuggets. Um, I think they 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 kind of had the momentum going where they found those other bench players that showed up and mm-hmm. helped out, and you know, in Game Two because Game Two really, it, it, I want to say it was close, but it wasn't a blowout. Like it was like no. Dame was was you know like a flamethrower at one point. Yeah, but they still were down like eight or seven, or then they would bump it up to ten or. Fifteen. They, they couldn't close. That's how they couldn't get no closer. That's 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 the thing. They don't have uh, that ability to shut. You know, to close something. Like you got to have, play some tight defense. And I think sometimes they 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 miss a lot of that, man. You know, they don't have the players or they don't have the mentality for that team to play that way, where they can come back in them close games. Yeah, and then uh, with with the Nuggets, like they we're gonna see how how it see how they do in the next game. Are they gonna just come from the jump and put Aaron Gordon on a uh, Lillard? Or are they gonna wait again to like I guess just to close them out in the fourth quarter and like Monte Morris he played real good against um against them the other night um, Millsap came in played a, a good little spot minutes um you know this yeah this guy Shaq Harrison like he I think he was yeah. in the G League at one point and he's up there guard Dame in the tough situations playing them tough so Absolutely. it's like the Nuggets just kind of. Scrapping and getting it together, running their thing through Jokic, and um, we got to see if Portland is gonna mm-hmm. throw something out there and um, see if they can um, have some type of comeback and uh, in in um, Portland. But you got to look at it too. They 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 did what they were supposed to. They got a split. Yeah, they won their game. They they mess up the home court advantage and they got their game, so they go back to Portland for the next two games. And um, well, will they have a, a full crowd there at the? Uh... I still don't know about them. It seems like they're. Yeah. they're I, I'm pretty sure now because it seems like everybody, like like you said, this next game is like everybody. Oh, was it's there. like the old days, right? So I think Portland should have some fans in there. I'm not, yeah. I don't know what to what capacity, but they right. should. And a lower bowl maybe. Yeah. I don't know about the lower bowl. That was funny. The Nuggets. That's how they, they didn't have them in the lower bowl for some reason. But they were all up at the top. At the it was the lower bowl, but then the after the lower bowl, they had okay. them like they yeah. didn't want them. I guess that close. That close. Okay. But um, we'll we'll see. And uh, real quick, uh, Julius Randle, he won um absolutely most improved player of the year. Um, I guess rightfully so. Um, he had pretty much a, basically he had a comeback year. Yeah. And um, I guess good another win for the Knicks this this season. Um, him winning that, yeah, that award gets him back in the eye, basically of pro basketball. <laughs> and um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, it, it's not. I mean, we, we don't have to hit it that hard. But I, I was just uh, um, I was amused. Uh, you know, LeBron, uh, the NBA put out this statement about uh, what you know why LeBron did this and why they did what they did. They did. And then here today, the other day, I think yesterday or maybe today, a situation came up and, you know, just told, it was, they handled stuff totally different. But I understand that LeBron's the face of uh, the You're NBA. You're talking about Porzingis? Porzingis, yeah. He went out to a club. They, they were saying he went. Yeah. LeBron's event was outside, okay. I guess. And they were saying they're not all supposed right. to go in at nightclubs at all. Mm. I think it was a gentleman's club. Absolutely. And um, 
Yes, I, it don't make sense, but we, yeah. you know, I mean, it, 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 it was just funny. I mean, it, I, I know the reason why, but it just, it's just humorous, I thought. That's all. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's it for us uh, tonight. Y'all remember to check us out on your preferred podcast platform, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Stitch, or Spotify. If you don't have a podcast, be sure to subscribe to us. Uh, write a review if you can. Give us five stars if you can. If you're on Stitcher, be sure to make us your favorite on there to keep up with us. Give us five stars if you can. Share the show if possible to your friends and your enemies. And if you're on Spotify, be sure to follow us on there to get our most recent episodes. And uh, for more information about our podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore M-B-S-M-A-R-C and on Instagram at Marcus underscore the innovator. That's uh, T-H-E-I-N-N-O-V-A-T-O-R. And uh, with that, I'm Marcus Simmons. On behalf of my pastor Joel Simmons, y'all take care and uh, peace out. Night.